This episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by... Humdinger Comedy. Humdinger? <laughs> What's humdinger? If you're listening and you're from the uh you're from the 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 rural if you're from, if you're from rural pennsylvania rural <laughs> pennsylvania if you're listening to this and you're from rural pennsylvania you might have thought i just said rumspringa <laughs> uh, it was not worth it <laughs> but continue <laughs> um uh but i did i didn't i didn't i i said humdinger comedy and what is humdinger comedy, might you ask? Well, humdinger is, I actually don't know what that word means, but humdinger is the name of an improv team based in Los Angeles, California. Not in rural Pennsylvania. Not in rural Sorry, Pennsylvania. In rural, in rural, in utero. That's what I'm thinking of. You're you right. Know, you're thinking of in vitro fertilization. Um, yeah, that team features very funny people, including. Uh, myself, Asan, the DJ, and you DJ. I yeah, I'm the D, I'm the team DJ, <laughs> and uh, everyone else does. I, I play like I spin music for like five minutes, and then the team does scenes based off the songs that I play. I was picturing like a Lincoln Park situation where it's just improv, <laughs> and then there well, happens to be scratches <laughs> going on in the background, yeah. and like weird like announcements of where the music is at that point in time. Uh huh. And then one guy kind of like close ye- to the edge. Yeah, one guy kind of uh, yell raps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> the uh, Lincoln Park of improv yeah, comedy. That we have been called the Lincoln Park of improv comedy. Um, yeah, uh, it features myself, you, mm-hmm. um, several other really funny people. Um, yeah, if you want, uh, I would advise everyone if you're interested in comedy and improv and want to want to see more of that, then go follow Humdinger Comedy on Instagram. That's H U M D I N. G E R Humdinger Comedy Comedy at Humdinger Comedy on Instagram. Uh, yeah, let's get into the show. Here we go. Oh, what are we doing with we're, this song? We're living. What? Clay Aiken is also curious as to what we're doing. Yeah, no reverb. This is good stuff, dude. Daughtry could never. <laughs> How long are you wanting this to play? Until the at the, in the end of the amazing chorus. So oh, two. Telephone voice. <laughs> That's creepy. If I was if he was invisible, he would do it. He's not doing it I'm now. I'm just saying, in 2019, that's not really cool. Oh. A, yeah, there you go. Now you're talking my language, Clay Aiken. This is the creepiest part right here. This is the creepiest part. Plot twist. <laughs> it goes from being like a, you know... <laughs> Slightly creepy, but we get the point kind of metaphor, and then it becomes, wait, wait. Clay Aiken's a ghost? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's metaphorical. I He's don't like, think- and I would have gotten away with it too, y'all, if it weren't for you, you meddling you kids. kids and that dog. He talks something like that, right? He's from like Alabama or something. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too, y'all. I just imagine he, I just, him and, and the guy from Chrisley Knows Best are like the same person in my head. I don't know who that is. You should watch more USA Network. <laughs> uh, I'm good. 
Some of the best things in life come on USA Network. Uh, Scrubs reruns. Um, Burn Notice. Law and Order SVU reruns. Uh, WWE Monday Night Raw. Okay, so now I know why you watch USA. Mm-hmm. Psych, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know Psych. I do know Psych. The show where they're psychics, My, but not really. But, but they're like but psychic still. detectives, yeah. kind of, we think. Yeah, something, something like that. Um, did you wa- want to start with that song for a specific reason? Or? No, it's just a good song. All right. <laughs> it's a great song. Because uh, when uh, <laughs> you wanted to start with the the uh, common song, you like you feel like uh, this is what Nancy Pelosi said when she walks into the oh testify. Yeah, so I thought that was like it was going to play into that somehow. No, no, it's just a great song. You're just a big uh, Clay yeah, just Aiken a big fan. Clay Aiken fan. Aaron Aiken is who you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Achy Breaky Heart is what you're thinking of. No, Bret Hart, the wrestler. No, uh, Knox and Hart. Velker, uh, shout, shout out to Brad. Shout out to Brad. <laughs> And his girlfriend, Alex, shout out to Trey, his wife, Christy, her best friend, Caitlin, <laughs> uh, to their sons, Hart and Knox. And uh, yeah, the whole Foothill tattoo. I know Brad's dying laughing right now. Listen to this. I'm looking at the waveform and it looks like you beat me barely. Barely. Hey, man. Uh, uh, almost only matters in horse races and hand grenades. What? You've never heard that before? I don't think you've heard that before. <laughs> it's something like that. It's like almost only counts. I mean, it's counter. It's counter to the point I was making, but uh, the saying is like almost only counts in horse races and handguns or hand grenades. Hand sorry. grenades. Hand grenades. Yeah. What? Tangeray is what you're thinking of. No. Uh, tang is what you're thinking of. The <laughs> no. powdered orange drink. Tang. No. Pooty Tang is his name. <laughs> no. The Yin Yang Twins is who you're thinking of. Mm. No. The Olsen Twins is who you're thinking of. <clears throat> Uh, no, Gary Oldman is his no, name. No, Gary Goldman is who you're thinking of. <laughs> no, I see Gull, the bird, is what you're thinking of. Um, a seagull, the bird. No, um, Birdman, the rapper, is who you're thinking of. No, Birdman, the movie with Michael no, Keaton. No, Harvey Birdman, the cartoon, is what you're Harvey Weinstein is his name. <laughs> I hope it's not. No, Brett Weinstein is his no. name. Brett, wait, Kavanaugh? Mm, oh yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> no, at the Copacabana is where she was. Uh, no, the band Copeland is who you're thinking of. No, the pastor Kenneth Copeland is who you're thinking no, of. No, Kenneth Cole is what you're thinking of. <laughs> the the brand? fashion brand, yes. No, Mervins is what you're thinking <laughs> of. <laughs> all right, Edward, Edward, Edward. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, we are back from South Carolina. We South, are South Carolina. Where uh, how home how, of home of Clay Aiken? Home, I don't know. <laughs> no, he's from yeah, maybe. No, I think he's from Alabama. Oh well. Anyway, uh, what was your favorite? Uh, uh, how would you rate the South Carolina trip? One to ten. Uh, ten. Nice, nice. Highlight of the trip for me was getting to record a live podcast episode with actual listeners. Yeah, that was great. Shout out to those listeners. Um, yeah, it was fun to have you guys. Uh, Lauren and, and Abby. And Abby. One was from Wisconsin, Milwaukee. And the other was from Seattle. Seattle. Um, yeah. Great times. Uh, shout out to all the rest of the audience members over there as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, there, I mean, there was easily over a thousand. Yeah, we didn't get their names. But mm. um, uh, well, uh, I think my highlight besides that was uh, eating fried alligator for the first time. Oh, yeah. Or gator, as they call it down fried there. Fried gator. Yeah, fried gator. It was good. It tastes like chicken, but better. It did. It's like chicken, but richer. It's good. 
rich chicken. So between rich the kidding. between the the gator that you had and the Popeyes chicken sandwich, which would you rate higher? Mm, um, Popeyes chicken sandwich is really good, but they should make a Popeyes gator sandwich. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> Even better than Chick Fil A and the Popeyes chicken sandwich. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the Popeyes Gator sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like South Carolina. Uh, it smelled real bad down there, but it did. It was <laughs> there was a musk in the air. Yeah, it really it stung the nostrils. It did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not pleasant. It was especially noticeable when you're indoors and then you go <laughs> outside. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, South Carolina's good. Um. What did you do this week? Now, this now week, that now that you're back home. I mean, I didn't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we were still in South Carolina for several days, um, mm-hmm. finishing up the conference. Yep. And then I came home mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. uh, hung out with the fam. Mm-hmm. Um, got back to work. Mm-hmm. I got back to teaching. Um, got to teach a couple classes. Mm-hmm. And then I came here. Nice. Nice. You have anything interesting? Um, I threw up uh, today a couple times. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's dig in. All right. Um, yeah, I was on my way to therapy, actually. Shout out to therapists. Is that why you threw up? Yeah, I was just repulsed at the thought of dealing with my own emotions. <laughs> no, uh, I was driving to uh, my therapist's office, uh, Dr. J. Is Dr. What I call Richard him. Nygaard. Dr. Richard Nygaard. I'm a Nygaardian. <laughs> um no, my Dr. J. Uh, Dr. J, the basketball player? Yeah. Dr. Julius Ooh, Irving is my... <laughs> is my. Most people don't know. He's still alive and... Dr. J's still alive, right? I think so. Yeah. He's no, Dr. Dre is who you're thinking of. <laughs> Dr. Dre. Um, no, Andre Nozick from The League, played by Paul Shear is who you're thinking no, of. No, Andre 3000 is who you're thinking of from Outcast. No, uh, Power Man 5000 is what you're thinking no, of. No, Rocket Power is what you're <laughs> thinking of, the Nickelodeon show. Um, speaking of which... We're going to talk about that. Uh, let's start there. Okay. Uh, uh, Nickelodeon, uh, that's what happened this week. So Nickelodeon is partnering with Netflix to make original content. Yes. I'm assuming uh, to reboot a lot of shows from back way back when. They said rebooting some shows and then um, also making some new ones. Um, yeah. I think it's particularly interesting that it comes the day after Disney Plus is released. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing in the news right now is Disney Plus. Uh, have you gotten it yet? Yes. Yeah? How is I mean, it? well, I got a login from my brother because, of course, I did. <sighs> You're the because, worst, man. Because. It's only $5. I was like. It's people like you that are going to make it go up to $12. No, man. Here's what happened. I was like, hey, do you have a, have you signed up for Disney Plus? And my brother says, my brother Ryan says, uh, yes, I signed up for three years. He found some deal because, of course, he did. He found some deal. He signed up for three years. Um, and then when it came out, he sent my entire family the login in our family group text, and he already set up profiles for everyone. So there's like, same thing as Netflix, there's like different profiles. So I just clicked on my profile. You guys are the worst. No, man. Smart. No. I wish you guys would allow, would save those, allow people who need it to have those hacks. <laughs> it's jerks <laughs> like you that are going to mess it up for people who actually need to have a free account. Did you sign up for it? Uh, not yet. I downloaded the app on my Xbox, but I haven't like created the login and stuff yet. Oh. Uh, I'm looking forward to it though. Uh, uh, it's it, everything's on there. There's mm-hmm. literally everything. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to like. 
it's worth it alone just to be able to watch um, Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, oh, that's on there? Brink. Yeah. Uh, all the Disney, like, the tr- man. I, I want it for Brink and Gargoyles alone. Yeah. Everything else, you can you can keep it. <laughs> yeah. As long as I got Brink and Gargoyles. Have you watched Brink yet? I haven't watched it yet. You've never seen that movie, correct? Are you kidding me? No. I was raised on that movie. Oh, I don't know, man. That's why I was into rollerblading. No. Well, that was the height of rollerblading. You know people can hear you right now, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm unashamed to say I was a huge uh, Brink fan. Should be sh- no, no, I'm, no, that's not the part I was talking about. <laughs> what? Having rollerblades? You were super into rollerblading. Yeah, I'm sorry, you weren't? Nah, man. What are you ta- And you were into Brink and you weren't into rollerblading? Nah, because I even even in, even though I love that movie, I always knew rollerblading was lame. <laughs> no, rollerblading was amazing back in the day. Nah. I'm not saying never, I do this now. It was never cooler than skateboarding. I'll just say that. Okay, yeah, my parents wouldn't let me skateboard, so <laughs> they wouldn't let you skateboard. I don't but know if they would. You I don't know if they would rollerblade. I would. I don't know if they wouldn't let me. But remember I remember when they tried to make a rollerblading video game? It was called Aggressive Inline. Do you remember that? I don't remember. That. It was really called that. Aggressive Inline. Yeah, it was That's not funny. good. It was you know around the same time Tony Hawk was out and stuff. It was not good. Right. They tried a bunch of those. There was Matt Hoffman's Pro BMX. You remember that? Oh yeah. Then there was Kelly Slater's Pro Surfer. Yep. Then there was Sean White Pro Snowboarder. Yeah, none of them. Then there was SSX ago. Tricky. Do you remember that game? <laughs> I do. That's <a> snowboarding one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? There was um, oh, there was a Dave Mira Pro BMX. Oh yeah. That was like the rival Matt Hoffman. Did you game. did you ever have a, a tech deck? You know Dave Mira killed himself. Oh gosh. Isn't that crazy. No. That... Yeah, it was like a couple years ago. The, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, did you ever have a tech deck skateboard? A you mean skateboard? a fingerboard, bro? No. Ye- yeah, tech deck. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, did you ever have... I say fingerboard because there are many different brands of fingerboard, not just Tech Deck. Okay, but it's like Kleenex with tissues. You're like, oh, it's a Tech Deck. Which one came first? Well, I mean tissue, but like you call it the brand name. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it's like the chicken and the egg. <laughs> I'm saying you just call it the brand, and that's mm-hmm. what it is. Um, I also had, because we're talking about knockoff things, I had a finger bike. Oh no! It was not cool. <laughs> you could Did not you have finger rollerblades. I didn't have finger <laughs> rollerblades. Uh, I don't know if they made them. That would be pretty I'm cool. Sure, though. they did. <laughs> you just, could just take them just off of a boots. Yeah, you, know? you could just take them off of a Ken doll or something. Right. Well, that was a fun stroll down memory lane. But yeah, everyone go watch Brink. It's a great movie. Yeah, man. Team Pup and Suds. I'm all about the X blades, dude. I, oh, like, I like that. I like on. that yellow, man. That yellow's where it's at. Oh, so you don't like heart? Huh? Nah, man, I'm in it for the paper. <laughs> That's why I do this podcast, man. I don't want to get paid for this podcast in kibbles and bits. <laughs> Remember when they tell them that? I heard you guys get paid in kibbles and bits. That movie's great, man. When <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, they made. <laughs> when he's like uh, Eric von Detten, that was the guy's name, like the actor that man, plays him. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta rewatch the movie <laughs> so goes, I can keep up with you. When he's remember when he he leaves his team to like. I mean, no, I don't remember. Oh, but continue. Come on, man. So uh, I forget the his main the guy Andy Andrew Andrew Brink Andy Brink Brinker is his name. Uh, his name is Andy Brinker, but they call him brink obviously uh he, to the listener it may look it may sound and appear that asan is reading off a wikipedia page I'm but not. he's not he uh he goes to he gets a big tryout with x x blades and and his his other teammates billy and i forget the girl's name are um 
are uh, super bummed that he does that, but he goes mm-hmm. and tries out, and uh, and uh, he's really good. And all the other X Blades guys, like the lesser le- X Blades guys, are like, "Oh man, Val, he's really good." Oh, blah 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 blah. And he's like, and he comes up on the, the coping, and then and Val's like, "Hit it again," <laughs> <laughs> and Brink's like, "Man, I just I've been out here all day, man. I'm exhausted." I said, "Hit, Hit it again." again. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch this movie, man. That movie's great. <laughs> Oh. yeah i got it it's it's, yeah. it's a classic it's a classic movie um all right disney plus uh, i'm gonna get it for sure um yeah uh, netflix is trying to keep up with the nickelodeon stuff yep. that's smart though there's a lot of classic iconic nickelodeon stuff on there i mean it's the same thing as like do you remember rugrats all grown up all grown up no i don't want to see that Did, do you remember it though no i didn't know that was oh, a thing oh yeah man is it live action too? <laughs> no, it will be when they reboot it now. No, it wasn't. It was like, like Stanley Tucci as uh, Tommy Pickles. Yeah, <laughs> Stanley Tucci. <laughs> um, it it was like a series. I think it was a movie first, like a made-for-TV movie first, and then they made it into a series. It was, I mean, exactly what it sounded like. All the Rugrats kids, but like showed when they were in their like twenties. They have jobs. Yeah, it was really weird. Like they. It was, it was weird, man. You don't want to watch it. it um, the Rugrats theme is still uh, the thing that I immediately go to if I'm in front of like a xylophone. Does that happen often for you? Uh, well, I, I'm a musician, and I, from time to time, find myself in front of a xylophone. My my go-to song on a xylophone, because it, it was the first song I learned to play on bells when I was in symphonic band, is um, Mary Had a Little Lamb. I mean, I don't want to brag, but mine's a little more difficult. Not really. Yours is yeah. No, yours it requires yours two mallets at once, bro. Yours is all chromatic in C. Mine yeah, was yours in like, is three notes in C. No, mine was in like no. I learned it in um, E flat me. though. Excuse me. Oh, oh, E flat. That's got sharps and flats, bro. No, it has just flats, bro. If it's E flat, well, if it has flats, it has sharps. Mm. Yeah. If it has C sharp, it has D flat. Come on, bro. No, you just call it. Come D on, bro. F- you just call it D flat. It's got sharps and flats, trust, bro. Trust me, bro. No, nah, man. Who's a music professor here, right? Yeah, exactly. Me. All right. <laughs> I am. I'm a fictitious professor. You are not the fictitious professor. <laughs> I didn't say I was the fictitious professor. <laughs> so, for the audience out there, we have a buddy. No, you're thinking of the Nutty Professor, which is, uh, uh, yeah, the Nutty Professor, not on Disney Plus. So we have a buddy who uh, is a he's a very talented keyboard player, uh, and he uh, releases music under the moniker Fictitious Professor. And every time I see him, I alter that moniker to something new, such as <laughs> like something adjacent. So I'll call him like. <laughs> Like the artificial instructor or like something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the imitation tutor. No, Tudor Williams is who you're thinking of. Uh Williams and Sonoma is what you're thinking of. Um Williams and Sonoma. Uh in Soma is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, melanoma is what you're thinking of. Oh man. Um uh, melanoma. Uh melanoma no a misnomer is what you're thinking of no miss new booty is what you're thinking of (laughs) (laughs) no jordan sparks is what you're thinking of (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> that song is crazy. I found what's Bubba Sparks doing right now? <laughs> Call it Park Bubba Sparks sitting on his uh, mound of cash, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um. So that's Disney Plus. That's Disney Plus <laughs> and Nickelodeon, Netflix. Um, Netflodian. Let's keep it in the in the uh, family friendly entertainment. Wait, have you watched Mandalorian yet? I have not. Oh, okay, um, it's uh, it's only been out for what a day or two, and I haven't yeah, had, I haven't and? had time to check. I haven't had time to check it out. I've heard it's good. Well, mm-hmm. I've heard it's good, and then one person who was close to me said he was disappointed. Ryan Shaw. Yes, of course. But that's that's actually that's actually cool to hear. Why was he? Why was he? Uh, he said he didn't want to go into it. He was like, I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, th- that's fine because I know what that means. That means he just didn't like one decision that the show made about something super nerdy that no one else is going to care about. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, you know what? The, the the tone of this character's performance just wasn't consistent. Like, no, it's going to be like, I can't believe that instead of the Flugian planet, they went to the Flavian planet, and that's not consistent with the comic books. The Flavian planet? <laughs> that's not consistent with the comic books. Oh, supplemental materials. Oh, canon. Oh, oh canon. Oh, George Lucas. Oh. Uh, oh, speaking of um, Disney Plus, did you hear? I'm sure you didn't hear about someone this. fired George Lucas out of a canon. No, because those, um, that's those are the words that I said. No, George Lucas messed with the canon, the Star Wars canon again on Disney Plus. Okay. Are you familiar with the Han shot first controversy? Yeah, he he did shoot first. Okay, so uh, tell me what the Han shot first. So Han shot first. Well, which where do you want to start? In the tell movie me, tell Solo, me what you know. in the movie Solo, um, they double down on the idea that Han doesn't shoot first. I believe, and what's his name was gonna. It, that doesn't matter. In A New Hope, yes. In the original release of the movie, as I recall. Again, all the original movies are kind of a blur. All Star Wars movies are kind of a blur. Okay, we don't have to, we don't have to um, shit on the movies. Continue. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... Just, I'm, just continue. I'm just continue. Facts, continue. bro. Um, in A New Hope, uh, uh, the first movie, yep. um, Han's in the bar, and there's that Balchinian guy, and he... Um, Greedo, right? The Balchinian guy is not Greedo. Oh, Greedo's uh, in Greedo the... is the guy. He's he's oh, like really? a green alien looking guy. Okay, he uh, Han shoots him in the cantina, and then in later releases, like they edited it to make like Han a more like nicer guy. They had the other guy shoot him first, like with CGI triggery, and then Han shot back in self defense. And people are like, "That's BS," because like, stop trying to stop trying to nerf Han Solo, bro. Yeah, and so what? So what's the new development? Okay, well, so they digitally like it was the the re releases when they like added a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I would love if they made these changes like not digitally, like analogly. Well, so <laughs> <laughs> like they just went in and like just like stuck in a foam arm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the issue that a lot of people have not only that they changed it, but Han they like digitally have him like move his head so that he dodges the the laser blast and then shoots Greedo. So in the Disney Plus version of A New Hope, they all just shake hands and like hug. And, <laughs> and then like, the movie's over. <laughs> the movie's over. It's a very short movie. <laughs> um they shoot at the same time. So it's like a, mm. a middle ground between the two. They shoot at the same time. He still dodges. 
the, and he still shoots him. The, 20 years from now, when the like the 40 year anniversary Blu-ray or whatever we're watching, you know, Crystal Disc or whatever we're watching at that point comes out, that scene's just not even going to be in the movie. They're just going to go straight from Alderaan, uh, from Tatooine to Alderaan. It's just no, it's just going to be Han volunteering at a soup kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just reading books to sick kids in like a modern day like a cancer ward hospital. It's like what? And it's like present it's day. It's Harrison present day Ford. Harrison Ford, just not even in costume. He's just like, and then Harrison Ford went and read to sick children for like 10 minutes, and then they cut back to Alderaan. I don't know if that's a planet in those movies. Yeah, in that first it is, movie. It is. Uh, we don't get to see Alderaan because it gets blown up. But Oh, that's the planet that Princess Leia is from. Yep. Hmm. If they really wanted me to buy the reality of Star Wars, they would have made the people from Alderaan brown people. Why? Because that's usually who gets the brunt end of like <laughs> of them just like yeah just test it on that planet you know what I mean? Well, they test it because that's where Princess Leia is from. So they like threaten her like we're gonna blow up your planet unless you tell us where the rebel base is. And then so she tells them where the rebel base and is. And they do it anyway. And they do it anyway. Wait, so why do they want to know what is the rebel base? Um. Well, how de- how much do are we devoting this entire episode? Well, to no, because explaining like, Star I feel Wars? like. I feel like isn't the rebel base not hard to spot? Like can't they like Well, I mean it's somewhere in the galaxy and they don't know where it is. There's only one. They're trying <laughs> Yeah, and they're trying to like Why is there only one in the entire to, galaxy? Because they are very close to squashing the rebellion entirely. And then once they get this final base, that's it. I don't think that's how it works though. No, cuz the rebellion is an idea. It's not a place you can just destroy. Well, yeah, but the uh, the the organized rebellion. They dive into this more in the uh, in like Rogue One. There's different rebellions. There is like an idea, but there's like a the actual uh like organized rebellion. Don't don't make those eyes at me. The actual organized rebellion, that's what they're I'm amazed you were able to walk uh up the stairs to my apartment carrying all of your own cement for these plot holes. <laughs> Those are plot holes. I'm just kidding, man. <coughs> Whatever, man. So your brother didn't like um, The Mandalorian. I guess not. We'll find out. I'll watch it. Um, oh, I was going to say... Oh, oh, uh, keeping we, it in the kids' We, we stuff. should review it for the podcast. Uh, we, we should watch it with... Yes, we should. What, what's your hesitation? No, it's just... Because if you don't like it, you don't want to have to admit you don't like it on the podcast? No, because I don't... Mm. Because I love Star Wars so much, it's going to be uh, uh, not super fun for me to sit here while you shit all over. The same way you do, you 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 could do that to pro wrestling. Yeah, but I don't shit on the thing. Because that- pro wrestling is awesome. <laughs> no, I don't it's sh- just- <laughs> I don't make a habit of shitting on things that people like. We didn't, if I didn't do that, we wouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> hey, Star Wars is great. You're right. All right, moving on. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta make something happen. So you disagree just to disagree? Sometimes. Because, you know, we can't just be like, oh, man, that was cool. Remember that part? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, some stuff's oh, no, good. No, that was cool. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. Force Awakens is probably the best Star Wars movie. Just I saying. disagree with that. I'm sure you do. You think it's Return of the Jedi. Um, no, I don't even... Uh, I'm not even saying, like, which one is the best one. I think it's a, it's a straight-up reboot of A New Hope. Well, yeah, it... it yeah, I think that's why it's good because it's it's I think it's everything you want from a Star Wars movie. It's basically like, all right, make remake a new hope with all the with 20 years of hindsight and fix all the mistakes. You got a Force Awakens. And I like it. I like that movie. Yeah. 
It's fun. It's a big hat. It's funny. It's fun. It's funny. Um, okay. Um, we don't have to keep talking about, about Star Wars. No, let's. No, I'm just uh, <laughs> um, uh, did you see the new Sonic <clears throat> trailer? Um, you know what? Not in its entirety. Should we watch it? Uh, we. I mean, we can. But if you've seen this, it's the same trailer. It's the same trailer. They just, just with better song. Yeah. I've, so I saw. I saw like um, the new, new the new design. It looks much better. It does look much better, but now I'm kind of like, eh, I don't need to see this movie. <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad because they like got a ton of crap for it and they did fix it. But now I'm like, oh, it's Sonic. Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. <laughs> You're like, great. So just like the video game. Cool. <laughs> right, I'll just exactly. go play that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I get it. It's a, it's a fine line. Uh, I think it, they'll be better off for changing it. But yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. It does look far better than it did, though. Yeah, it's not as off-putting. Weird, like, humanoid... Teeth and legs. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, muscles and stuff. Yeah. He looked like a buff 12-year-old. It was really <laughs> weird. <laughs> it was, like, furry and blue. <laughs> yeah. That was really weird. What a weird movie. Um, let's see. What other movie news? Did we... Um, did I review... Did we review Terminator on here yet? Yes. We talked okay, about it last we week. That. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, uh, 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 did you see that, uh, that, that lady farting to do the gender reveal? Lady, I have another gender reveal thing. What's the lady farting? So there's a video that went viral of a woman laying basically like her pants are off, but she's laying in a way where like you can't see anything. You kind of see her seeing her side profile and you see a bunch of pink and blue balloons and then she's like wait for it and then she farts and like blue dust comes out of her butt and that's what? like the gender reveal yeah we go would on. you like to guess the uh the um uh <laughs> would you like to guess the race of the individual in question well um, i'm going to guess white and if it's not mm-hmm. then i don't want to go anywhere near definitely it definitely white I feel like you and I um, go on very different websites when we go on. No, dude, this was on. This was everywhere. This was like everywhere. It was viral, man. Viral on complex posted it. Like it was all. It was all on my timeline. Interesting. Um, uh, did you hear about the gender reveal plane crash? What? (laughs) Okay. So I don't want to hear about this. They were doing a gender reveal. It was like a like a small plane. Oh. Um, Harrison Ford style. Uh, Harrison Ford style, and they were gonna reveal uh, the gender by dumping a bunch of colored water that was either pink or blue, and is pink, a bunch of like pink water mm-hmm. on some field, and they did it, and then the plane crashed. Did they survive? Are they okay? I think they survived. Yeah. Oh Jesus! But yeah, it's like what is happening with these gender reveals? It yeah, is out okay. of control. Um, did you see another headline? Did you see that Venice, Italy, uh, is flooding? Yeah. It's a 50 year record flood. Um, one man has died so far in the flooding. Can we, can we admit that that city was a terrible idea? <laughs> you know, I love Venice and I've, I've, uh, gotten the chance to go there a couple times and it's a beautiful city. It's like magical. But that's what I thought when I was there. It was like, this doesn't seem <laughs> like a great idea. Yeah. Feels like there's a time limit on this. Like, Katrina nearly wiped out uh, New Orleans and Louisiana. And that, like, that's built on land. <laughs> well, so Venice, it is built on, it's built on, like, a set of, like, 300 really small islands. Um, but they're all, like, very small. Yeah, it's... So even worse of an idea yeah it's just it's that city was a terrible idea so like 
yeah, they should get all those people out of there. Um, I'm really curious to find out how the guy, the one person who's died from Venice flooding, has how he died. He probably drowned. Well, no, it's it's only like it's like a six inches or a foot. Only, depending on where you are. No, like the I mean the whole like Man, you can't see the ground. But when stuff floods, you know that you know all kinds of stuff can happen. No, I think it's just like the the sea level rose. I but, don't think it was like flash floods like the no not a flash the studio flood, but like, tour at Universal Studios. <laughs> oh, you telling me? You telling me? Uh, there's no subway station in Venice that collapsed and like <laughs> there's no weird pyro going off. I don't think King Kong showed up either. No, no man. Like you know when stuff floods, like foundations give out. You know what I mean? His his, his, yeah, his okay, building could have collapsed. Yeah, like, maybe it know. was that. You never know. Let's go with collapse. Or maybe he saw what was happening and just decided to end it all. <laughs> He's like, you know what? This is a this is a foregone conclusion. I'm, I'm just gonna, out. I'm just gonna end it all right now. Uh, I hope that guy's doing well. Rest in peace, wherever he is. Uh, spending right, eternity. Man. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? <clears throat> uh, there's a 16-inch MacBook Pro. There is. What's that like? You're well, the, I don't have it. But you're the tech guy. You should know all the specs. Well, I I do know the specs. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, tell us what they are. Uh, tell them what they want. I mean, we don't have to go into all the specs. I kind of want to. It's just faster. Um, uh, how faster is it? It's like a six core processor now. Oh. That's two point six, I think. It is two point six. I'm I'm <laughs> flying dumb. Um, and by stock, it comes with sixteen gigabytes of RAM uh, and five twelve hard drive. My current computer that we're recording this on is half of uh, all of that, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably actually going to be my next computer. Is the the sixteen inch? And also, the big thing is they fixed the keyboard. You what's know, wrong with the keyboard? Well, uh, do you like the keyboard on your MacBook Pro? It's fine. I'm uh, used to it. A lot of people hate it, and there's also a lot of uh, malfunction issues where like keys get stuck, oh. and so they have a different design of keyboard that is not that same design. Gotcha. And uh, so that's that's kind of the big thing. Okay. Uh, and what was I gonna say? Um, what was, what's the price? Twenty three ninety nine. Well, that's not that bad. All I mean, things, as, as far as a, a sixteen inch, really powerful laptop goes, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you'd end up paying if you bought, uh, like a like a smaller MacBook and decided to like, out. yeah, and uh, upgraded the memory and all that. You'd be spending that anyway. Yeah. So I don't know what does it have to be sixteen inches to accommodate like the the computing power, or is it just an aesthetic thing? Um, I think it's just an aesthetic thing. I mean, there's also like six speakers on it, and there's like three microphones. The battery <laughs> is as big as it can legally be in order to fly on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think and how long is the battery like, life uh, like stock? I mean, it's like the same. It's like eleven uh, or twelve hours, something like that. Yeah. Um, Why can't they get the phone battery to last longer? So, uh, they do have the phone battery on the new one. Um, Brandon's tech corner. We're going all the way in on the the eleven. Um, it is better. It's like an hour, and then the 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 super big one, the eleven Pro Max. It's like two or three hours more um, because they actually made the phone thicker this year. Because they were like, let's just let's just make the battery bigger. What if they called it the iPhone eleven thick with two C's? <laughs> They'd probably sell a ton of them <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Um, it, it comes with like a, a, a case that says fashion Nova across the back. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. Thank you. Brandon's tech corner. Yep. Um, did you see, um, 
Did you see the location for the upcoming Kanye Sunday service this week? I did. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Uh, Why don't you tell the people where it's, it's going to be? Uh, it's going to be at Joel Osteen's church. Called Lakewood Church Lakewood in Houston, church. Texas. So by the time this airs... It will have happened. It will have happened or he will have canceled. Uh, who right. knows? Because he has done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, we texted a little bit back and forth about mm-hmm. this and then said, let's save it for the podcast. Um, I mean, we've talked about... What's your beef, Brandon? Like, well, we kind of reviewed the the Kanye album mm-hmm. and I was kind of like meh uh, the more I listen to it the more I, I like the album yeah. FYI okay. how many times have you listened to it uh, I think twice all the way through mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're actually I want to talk more about um, Kanye I want to talk about that um, complex article when they ranked the albums but I am no Joel Osteen fan um, so I'm a little bummed actually um mm-hmm. Why are you not a Joel Osteen fan? Uh, What's your biggest gripe with Joel Osteen? I What's Joel Osteen ever done to you? I don't like the whole like uh, mega church, very clean suits, uh, super wealthy uh, kind of health and wealth uh, televangelist vibe. Uh, why? Um, I well, are we gonna get all the way into it? Sure. We got to fill uh, uh, an hour and a half worth of a podcast. I think we're only about 20 minutes in. So, um, uh, I think it's very that's con- very opposite of uh, the teachings of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I feel like it's missing the point. What what point is it missing? Um, well, I mean, Jesus did speak directly about uh, wealth and about. Um, uh, like it being easier for a camel to make it through the eye of a needle than uh, for a rich man to get into heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kind of the pitfalls of wealth. Uh, and you feel like Joel Osteen has fallen to some pitfalls of wealth? I mean, I'm. Uh, I don't know all of his exact scenarios, but I know he's in like a gigantic mansion. Um, What's wrong with that? Uh, I just don't think that, I don't know. I don't think that, uh, I, uh, just say it. No, I I don't think that, uh, like you could, like you're going to be dead in, in, we're all going to be dead in like 80 years. Uh So why do you care so much what kind of house he lives in? No. So I'm saying like you can... (laughs) And obviously, this is very easy for me to say as someone who doesn't have a lot of money. Uh-huh. Uh, but you can do so many things with uh, that much money. Do you know that he's not doing things with his money just because he has a big house? Um, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. But um, and the, the, his house has not been like publicly uh, shown. But it's supposedly like ten or fifteen. No, million. I think they, I think they've shown it. Like, oh, has there's it? like okay. a whole they he, they did like a whole sixty minutes thing on him a couple of years ago. Um, where they like went to his house and he, there's a funny shot of him like bench pressing in his backyard. Like he has like a weight bench in his backyard and he was like bench pressing. Is he, is he he's, ripped, he's pretty under, ripped that, yeah. under that, <laughs> yeah. that suit? Yeah, he was, he's pretty strong. I think he was benching like 285 or something like that. Um, so I was very shocked, uh, and surprised to find out that you are a Joel Osteen fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't have a big, as big a, I think, 
I don't have as big a problem with him as most people tend to. Um, I don't think I used to be very skeptical of him uh, yes. a while a while back. Uh, I used to be very skeptical because I think you should be skeptical of anybody who has that amount of money, <laughs> no matter who they are. Yes. Um, and I was very skeptical of him. Um, but then as I started to look closer because I was interested, like, who is this guy? Like, what is his church? What do they do? What do they stand for? Where does his money come from? And the closer I looked at it, the less I find, I find like wrong quote unquote with him. Like he, he claims, and I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not the church, you know, uh, accountant. I know he doesn't take a salary. He doesn't take a salary. He sells books. Right. And I know plenty of people who are multimillionaires and billionaires from doing the exact same thing. So, like, I can't knock him for that. Like, if people are interested in what he has to say. And the the thing that I really don't have a problem with is he's, he doesn't, he's not a prosperity gospel preacher because he doesn't, he doesn't directly preach about, uh, it's like a, some transactional, like, money type thing. He doesn't, I mean, there are, there are preachers who are on TV every day who do that. He doesn't. Like, he's, he's preaching nothing, he's preaching nothing different than Tony Robbins preaches or any of these other, you know, personal development people. He preaches, you know, change your perspective and your, and things, as you change your perspective, the things around, uh, Carlton Pearson has a saying, he says, um, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it's all, mm-hmm. you know, it's about changing your perspective. It's about believing you can do stuff about, but the difference between Joel, between that and Joel Osteen is Joel Osteen ties the, ties all that back to God. And you know, that's his thing. And then asks for a 10% tithe at the end of it. So does every church. I know, but Tony Robbins doesn't ask for a 10% tithe. No, but you got to pay friggin' $5,000 to get in the door. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every church in America, uh, they, in, in one, they don't ask. Uh, I don't, I've never heard them ask for ten percent. But anyway, well, no one, no one says we're no, going to pass the collection. There are plenty around. of churches that ask. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it is a understood and implied of course, thing but in that's every a, church. But that's a biblical principle, or it's, it's a principle taken from the Bible. So, like, yes, it's not. He did, Joel Osteen didn't make up the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not doing anything any different from anyone else. He just happened to start off with a congregation that he inherited from his father and he has built a giant congregation that uh, is a giant community of that church. And they do a lot of good in the community. Um, I just feel like we've seen this happen a bunch of times. We've seen what happened. um, Giant mega church and uh, giant pastor uh, and lots of money. Mm -hmm. And it uh, never ends well. I don't say never. I mean, lots of good things can happen. When I mean, I lots of good things can happen when a lot of people who are like minded about the same thing put a bunch of money and effort together and do something positive. Yes, with it. but then also a lot of uh, uh, corruption can happen mm-hmm. and uh, uh, sexual scandals and sure. uh, all of that kind of stuff. He's I, like, seems to be the one guy who's managed to like him and like TD Jakes have been like the two that have managed to like keep their hands clean of all that and maybe the the two exceptions to like the rule you know um i don't i don't know a whole ton about td jakes but and and specifically i mean i know who he is but as far as his specific is he i he's a pastor of a very large church i was gonna say um in dallas uh lakewood's the largest one in the country isn't it i don't know i think it might be maybe if it's not the largest it's one of the largest I would, yeah, probably one of the largest. Because they're in like a former basketball stadium mm-hmm. or the something? Houston, Houston Rockets used to play there. Oh, also, because mm-hmm. I looked him up, 
because this this like plagued me after our conversation mm-hmm. and i was good. like good uh, no. i don't have these conversations to win i have these conver- conversations to make you think um uh him on the stage i know him on the stage uh in the like pristine suit behind like a glass um pulpit pulpit and there's literally a a giant globe rotating gold globe around. behind him. It looks exactly like uh, the Scientology stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I was like, I'm just saying it looks like like they watched the Scientology documentary and went, yeah, that's hey, how man, that's how you design a pulpit. Hey, maybe they did. I was, there's a lot that can be learned, I think, from looking at other people's faith based systems. There's a lot that the that sort of Protestant Christianity can learn from like a lot of different churches, like the the Mormon church, for example. Well, have, you yeah. ever, have you ever seen a dilapidated storefront Mormon church? <laughs> it doesn't happen. Right. Well, I'm just saying it's if you're taking your cues from Scientology, it, have, how much do you know about Scientology? Uh, as much as any random person who's marginally interested okay. in Scientology. Because you seem to not be in agreement with me that that's not a great idea to pull plays from the Scientology What, book. the color palette of their of their set design or or their theology? Those are two very different things, <laughs> Well, Brandon. no, you're saying, you're saying like, oh, well, I think a lot of things can be learned from uh, other backgrounds or whatever. I'm, all I'm saying is Scientology doesn't have a trademark on big globes spinning on a stage or whatever. Um, okay, so it's either Scientology or Universal Studios, you're right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what if he's aping Universal Studios or Orlando? He probably grew up watching Nickelodeon, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> Netflix is actually about to announce a new deal with Nickelodeon and Joel Osteen. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Double Dare is going to be filled li- filmed live in, in front of a studio audience at Lakewood Church. <laughs> Mark Summers is back. <laughs> He's now the youth pastor at Lakewood Church. <laughs> so every Sunday at the end of his sermon, Joel Osteen is slime. Yeah, right. That's what it has to be. Uh, did you did you watch one of his sermons? I have not. Oh no. man, you should. They're good, no. man. And, and my thing is, my thing with Joel is like I feel like he, I feel like he's good because he knows his limitations and doesn't try to exceed his own limitations. And I think that's why he's been so successful. He knows he has one lane. What he does is. His lane as a speaker is to communicate hope and love and freedom and and all the good, warm, cuddly stuff that like you want to hear if you've had a hard week and you just are going to church on a Sunday morning to get encouraged. Because that's what most people who are venturing to church for the first time, not friggin um, Mary Martha or whatever her name is, you know, the 60 year old lady who sits on the back pew every Sunday. And no, I'm talking about people who are desperate and going to church on a Sunday morning uh, who just want to be encouraged and feel like and feel like want some kind of certainty or some kind of like inspiration to do something they want a joel osteen message and so he's like that's what i do like that's my calling that's what i'm gonna do and then he surrounded himself with teachers who like are gonna go deeper and gonna talk about other stuff like at the other services but that sunday morning platform is for that and i think because he's aware of his own uh his own limitations as a speaker and as a pastor or whatever i think that has made him um more successful than a lot of pastors who try to micromanage and have their fingers and everything and and all that kind of stuff just saying man um i've been on a a bit of a spiritual journey over the past couple years we're all on a spiritual journey man um uh a uh 
much more of a spiritual journey than I ever have. Been. You're on a spiritual uncoupling. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and or un- yeah, unpacking, deconstructing. And we've had conversations as well uh-huh. about stuff. Uh, and so for me, Joel Osteen feels like a, a step backwards. That's what I'm saying. You got to listen to his messages, though. Because I don't think he talks about the things you think he talks about. That's the thing. I think a lot of people have preconceived notions. And trust me, dude, like, I'm the farthest thing from, like, super pious, you know, uh, I'm not the Pope. You know what I mean? Like, I have some opinions that, like, my church would probably burn me at the stake for having. But, like, I don't. I just I just don't believe in writing someone off based on, like, what other people seem to think. And, and there's no, like. You know what I mean? Like, find out for yourself why you don't like him. If you're not going to like him, cool. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. know why you don't like him. Don't just be like, well, I mean, he's Joel Osteen. Because that's, like, that's lazy. And I'm not saying that to you specifically. I just mean yeah, anyone. Because yeah, yeah. I would hate somebody to do that about me. That's a son. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> In everyone else's defense, I think everyone does that all the time. That's to you. true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, I, I would say listen to what Joel I so much of what Joel Osteen talks about, if you just change the word God to the universe, is everything that you're all about right now. So I think you should check it out. We'll I see. have never we'll led see. you astray before. Um, you have actually. No. Um, not astray, but uh, you're a big, uh, or not necessarily a big, but you're a Jordan Peterson fan, yeah? A Jordan Peterson fan? I Yeah. I mean, I like him as a, an intellectual. I don't um, agree with everything that he believes in terms of like but I, I do i like him as an intellectual yeah um because i on your recommendation checked him out mm-hmm. um and i can't i can't do him yeah he's not i mean he's not no one is for everyone yeah. and and i'm not and yeah all i'm saying all i'm saying is that you have led me astray no i've never led you astray yeah. i never told you jordan peterson's gonna be your favorite guy no but you're not telling me that joel osteen's gonna be my favorite guy i'm not telling you i'm definitely not telling you that <laughs> but no i think i think you'll actually i think if you approach it from like what if this guy wasn't talking about jesus and was like what what if what if that scaffolding wasn't the only scaffolding that could be applied to this talk and just listen yes, to it as a yeah. thing i think you'll appreciate it a lot well more. maybe i need to give it time to because um you're i still hurt i am well i Brandon still has a I'm, little boo-boo <laughs> on his spirit <laughs> brandon still has a spirit with your boo-boo. no what i need is I'm different, just kidding what i need is different language yeah uh and that's what i've been enjoying is different language um and i am just now starting to circle back mm-hmm. and with fresh eyes mm-hmm. uh you're talking my language bishaw and uh understanding things in a new way mm-hmm. so i'm probably not ready to go into the deep end of the mm-hmm. of the uh, evangelical pool again mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like yet yeah you know what I mean yeah I feel like yeah yeah I feel like it's when it's when you figure out like when you first figure out that like when you first figure out that movies aren't real right Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, it's a bummer. I thought Han Solo was like a real person. Or, oh, man, I thought Spider-Man was real. For a while, you're like, oh, bummed. Everyone was lied to. People manipulated me. I feel stupid. All of that for believing in that. And then, like, after a while, you start to realize what movies are trying to accomplish. 
mm-hmm. and that movies are just a, a, a format for trying to accomplish the same thing that almost everything is trying to accomplish, whether it's paintings, written stories, music, it's telling a story. And once you have, once you're old enough and mature enough and, and have been distanced enough from it to like realize what it's trying to do. Now you can go back and be like, I know it's all fake or like, I know the details of this are contrived or I know that Spider-Man's not real, but I can now watch this movie and appreciate it for what it's doing because now I have a better understanding of what it's trying to do. Are you about to try to convince me to watch wrestling again? I am definitely gonna. That's where this <laughs> that all was leading that feels to. Like it's definitely what it was all leading to, and you should definitely watch. <laughs> like Brandon, I have never been more certain about anything in my life. You would appreciate and love professional wrestling oh, if you would man. allow me to 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 introduce you. Oh, one step at a time. What's more important for you? For we you, saw for Chris me Jericho like. in the airport. We did see Chris what Jericho in the airport. What else do you need? Um, uh, I want to talk about that in a minute. But mm-hmm. um, what would be more important to you for me to like Joel Osteen or professional wrestling? Professional wrestling, hundred percent. Because if you like Joel, if you like professional <laughs> Immediately wrestling, you're like, nah, man, f Joel Osteen. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a hack. Get out, get him out of here, dude. <laughs> what a charlatan. After all, that. <laughs> yeah, after all of that, nah, Osteen, he's out. No, seriously, I think. Dude, professional wrestling is one of those things. That's why so many comedians love professional wrestling. Like, it's it's one of those things. If you can appreciate wrestling, like, you get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get that, like, you know what I'm saying? You get it. No, I don't. It's like, it's like the whole metaphor I just made. That, like, the perfect microcosm of that principle in, in action is professional wrestling. Everyone in the world... Who's ever seen professional wrestling knows it's fake. That's it's just oh, like yeah, magic. Yeah. No one's the magician's not really sawing a woman in half. No, the people's elbow is not a devastating finishing maneuver. Like the Stone Cold Stunner doesn't do anything to you. We all know that it's fake. But when you realize part of the fun of wrestling is figuring out, okay, what are they trying to accomplish by doing this? Then once you figure out what they're trying to accomplish, then you can judge it based on that because you have a greater appreciation for what they're trying to do. It's just like magic. Pulling a rabbit out of a hat is just carefully timing and distracting the audience and putting a rabbit into a hat and then pulling it out again. Like, but figuring out what they're trying to accomplish, now you're appreciating it for its its art rather than like whether or not it's real, which is how we should look at the Bible, but that's a whole different conversation. Right. That but is a different conversation. It is a different conversation. Yeah. So anyway, all Come I have on, to say, man, I'm, not, I'm not ready for Joel Osteen. Help me help you watch wrestling <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. We should that should be its own podcast. Tell you what, if Joel Osteen uh, makes an appearance on WWE, I'll watch it that. Could happen. <laughs> uh, it might have already happened. Actually, Donald Trump was on there a few times. Oh man, before he was president. I though. know. I know. Yeah. You think he'll pull an Arnold and go back to to uh, WWE when he's out? The, as Donald long as he's Trump, not in prison. When Do- yeah. If Donald <laughs> Trump is a free man after being president, he will be on more TV shows than you can friggin' shake your finger at. Oh man. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Let's let's get him in jail. Um uh lock him uh, up uh, pronto. Not not even just so that he can't be president anymore, but just so we can be done with him after he's mm-hmm. president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, you think Twitter's bad now. <laughs> wait till he's not president anymore and he can say whatever he wants. He can already say whatever he wants, but wait till he can really say whatever he wants, you know? Man, um, it's going to be wild. He's going to be like, just so you know, the nuclear codes were 3-7. <laughs> like when he's not in office? 3 7 two, one, two, two. Suck it, President Yang. <laughs> 
Fingers crossed. Because uh, <laughs> in this scenario, Andrew your boy Yang Andrew, Andrew Yang is one. Come won. on, man. He's doing good right now. He's tracking. Is he? He's doing great right now. I think he's I'm third. not keeping up. I'm exhausted, man. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty exhausting. Were you watching any of the impeachment proceedings today? No, I know there was stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm also like, because the first impeachment thing was like, what, two months ago? Mm-hmm. And it, I'm, yeah, it's just, it's going to be a long process. So it is. I'm exhausted and I can't watch it. Yeah. Just tell me when it's done. I just want at some point, like while the impeachment proceedings are going on, I just want glass to shatter and then Stone Cold's music hits and he just comes out and gives uh, Donald Trump a Stone Cold stunner. And then they, then after that, he's just impeached. Um, pro wrestling style. I tell you what, if that happens, I'll be a pro wrestling fan <laughs> for life. Yeah. I mean, you should be that anyway. I'm just trying to help you. Help me help you. Um, what else you got? Uh, did you see that Drake? The Drake news. I saw that. The Drakester. The Drakester. Boy, Aubrey. Uh, got booed off stage at uh, Camp Flogna, which is a music <laughs> festival, not a camp. Do you know why it's called that? No. So, all right. Let's let's get into that. It's called Camp Flogna because... Um, uh, Odd Future, which is the rap collective with Tyler, the creator, Frank Ocean, all those other guys, right? Okay. Uh, they're called Odd Future. They used to be, and so one of their other monikers, like the full moniker is Odd Future Wolfgang Kill 'em All, right? Uh, and so Wolfgang Puck is here, thinking of, but continue. <laughs> so Tyler, the creator, uh, no, Asan, the DJ, no, Chance, the rapper. Uh, um, I don't have a fourth one. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> uh, he took just the Wolfgang part and thought it'd be f- clever to just turn it around back or change the first letters around. And so he would call it Golf Wang sometimes. And then oh. that backwards is Flog Naw. And that's what they called uh, their festival. That's funny. So, there's, so now that we're back. Um, okay. So anyway, they throw, this, fun detour. they throw this big festival. Uh, now it's held at um, Dodger Stadium because it's so huge. Hmm. Um so it should be stated that since the beginning, Odd Future has always had a like a cult kind of following. Yeah, like their fan base is very specific. They love Odd Future. They love that style of of like kind of like nerdy kind of like f- fantasy rap. I guess maybe the best <laughs> term for it, like kind of what Eminem and D Twelve were doing back in the day. Okay, that's kind of what they're doing now. Um, but anyway, uh, but. And Tyler, off of the strength of like an album people were calling like one of the best albums of the year last year, um, has put on their festival again. And um, he did like the last hour of the show was all guest performers, right? So they, these people have been here there all day, like all day. They've been watching performances, whatever. So Tyler's like, all right, can I bring some friends out? And they're like, yeah. So he brings out, you know, someone's he brings out Kendrick Lamar and then he mm. brings out uh, he brought out somebody else. Then he brings out somebody else. And Frank Ocean has kind of become like a mythological figure in that community because like he kind of just walked away from music for a while and then kind of rebranded himself and and when he came out and like released that blonded album and then kind of disappeared again and now only shows up every once in a while to drop like a surprise song he's got a nightclub he's got a nightclub he's opening in new york (laughs) so he's kind of like um he's like a he's like prince he's like modern day prince um it's a bold statement, but continue. I mean, in terms of his mystique, I'm not saying talent-wise necessarily, but I do think Frank uh, Frank Ocean's really talented. But anyway, so like, if there is one person that that it's that's going to surprise um, the crowd, it's going to be Frank Ocean, and that's what everybody has convinced themselves in the crowd that that's going to happen is Frank Ocean's going to come out. So, um, 
Tyler's like, all right, I got one more. Can I bring out one more guest? And they're like, yeah. And he brings out Drake. Immediately, they was fine. They like they were they were going for it. It was fine. Drake did. I think he did one or two songs, and he was like. He was like, as Drake does, he like stops and kind of like talks to the crowd. He's like, yo, Tyler asked me, uh, yo, I don't know if I can do a Drake. Yo, Tyler. No, I can't do it right now. I can do it with him rapping. I can't do his talking voice. It's hard. But he goes, um, yo, Tyler asked me to do two songs, but I can do more if you want. And they're like, oh, OK. But every other artist up to that point has only done like one or two songs. And oh, so I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. And so they're like, oh, OK. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're Drake. OK, cool. Yeah, let's do it again. There was like a smattering like, of yeah, like, do the Kiki song again, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm sure he did not do that song. <laughs> That's the one song you don't do in front of that. Cool. Audience. Hotline bling or whatever. Do it. Go. <laughs> Just hold on. We're going home. Got it. Got it. Um, so he does like three more songs. So he's done like five songs at this point. Right. And then they're like and then he's like. And then he kind of takes some liberties. He's like, look, I can keep going if you want. At that point, they're like, no, you start hearing some chants, Frank Ocean in the crowd. We want Frank. We want Frank. And the crowd started to realize that because Drake was taking this extra time, there is no other performers after this. So they started to boo because they're like, we wanted Frank Ocean. Like Drake is tight, but like whatever like we want we want frank ocean and so um drake was like you want me to keep going and they started booing he's like all right well, i'm out of here and then he left so yes he was booed as he left the stage he wasn't it wasn't like those little wayne boos from a few months ago <laughs> with the blink 182 tour uh that was a little different um but yeah uh, Blink-182, it should be mentioned, also performed uh, with Drake simultaneously. So. <laughs> yeah, and Lil Wayne. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, okay. Um, should we talk about that? Uh, unless you have other stuff, uh, should we talk about that Kanye album ranking? Because we haven't gone through it. Oh, let's do that. No, I don't have anything else. Okay. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Arnold. Uh, is that from? Hey, Arnold. Hey, Arnold. I didn't even know. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. So this is a complex article. Kanye West albums ranked worst to best. <laughs> oh, man. I like that they didn't just say it ranked. They said ranked worst to so best. So we're starting with the worst one. Yes. Can I guess what the first one is? I want you to guess, um, before we dive into it, guess what they ranked as the worst um, and guess what maybe like the top two or three. So I'm guessing they ranked... Yay as the worst. Okay. And um, top... What do, what do you think they ranked as second worst? Let's get the bottom two and like the top Okay, three. the bottom... I think Yay is probably the bottom... Is the bottom. Um, uh, Yay is probably the bottom. And then... Oh, man. This is tough. Um, they probably put Jesus is King as second worst. Okay. And then top two, they probably did... Hmm. This is complex. So they probably did number one is probably I'm number one and two is probably Dark Twisted, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and Late Registration. Um, did you read this article? No, I promise you I have not. <laughs> I don't know which order they are. You I w- almost nailed it. I, I think so. I would say number one, they put Late Registration and number two, they put <clears throat> My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Okay, let me go bottom to top. Okay. Or excuse me, worst to best. Yeah, because I, I, I'm I'm not think I'm thinking what would Complex say because I yeah. kind of know how they think because I've been following them for a while in terms um, of Kanye albums. Yeah. Okay. So last. Can place. I try it? Can I see if I can nail all of them? Sure. All right. So okay, twelve. 
Okay, twelve. Oh, so so <laughs> so number twelve is uh, yay. You're saying yay, and then you said Jesus. Uh, is Jesus king. is king. Uh, Ten is I'm gonna say um, ooh Jesus. Okay, so I need to tell you, um, Cruel Summer is in there. Oh, Cruel Summer is in. Uh, is Watch the Throne in there? Watch the Throne is not in there, but okay. Kids See Ghosts is in there. Oh, okay. Kids See Ghosts is gonna be near Wait, the top. Wait, let me let complex. me make sure it's not. Well, no, Watch the Throne is 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 in there. Okay, then can, can you know what? Let's pause. I'll make a list and we'll we'll come back. Okay, we here pause it. Okay, so this is gonna be Asan's list of what he thinks complex complex is complex <laughs> lists from worst to best of Kanye. And again, are. it's not my list. It's what I think Complex would say. Okay, what do you think? All right. In, starting from the bottom in 12th now, and we're, now here. we're here um boo, boo. <laughs> so starting uh, that's why you got booed off stage uh starting from 12 from the bottom uh i think yay okay is 12 11 jesus is king 10 jesus 9 life of pablo 8 kids see ghosts 7 cruel summer 6 graduation 5 watch the throne Four, 808s and Heartbreaks. Three, College Dropout. Two, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. One, Late Registration. Okay. Here's the actual list. How'd I do? Let's see. 12, yay. Uh-huh. 11, Jesus is King. Uh-huh. Uh, 10, Cruel Summer. Uh, okay. Nine, Kids See Ghosts. Uh-huh. Eight, Life of Pablo. Got you. So you got the, the order rest of, those, of those three mixed around. Gotcha. Um, it's not quite correct. Okay. Seven... 808's and Heartbreak. Really? Wow. Okay. Six, Late Registration. Really? Uh, five. They are high. Five, The College Dropout. Okay. That's fair. Four, Jesus. <laughs> Three, Watch the Throne. <laughs> two, we're, we're, we got two albums left. You know which ones are left? Uh, My Dark Twisted Fantasy, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, uh-huh. and Late Registration, right? Uh, graduation. Oh, Graduation. They put D- Dark Twisted Fantasy as number one? Yes. And Graduation is number wow. two. Wow. Now, can I ask, because I didn't read the article, what were the qualifications? Like, what was like, how are they judging? Um, let's see. Uh, Based on album artwork or something? Uh... No, Yo, they just they are, said they are wilding. They just said because if this was a list based on like Kanye's rapping, like worst the best in terms of rapping, they got the list one hundred percent correct. Like that's for right. sure. But in terms of like complete bodies of work with his production and songwriting and execution, I think they were way. You off. got the bottom half of the list almost in order. Well, yeah, I think yeah. that people can agree on all of that. Yeah. Uh, although I would personally, my list would look way different. Uh, what would your list be? I'll do this quickly off the off yes, the cuff. Please, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I would do. I'll just start a new list and I'll just do them kind of off the cuff. Or you could just go top five. Top five. Okay, my top five. Kinda, I know that that Yay is your least favorite. Yay is my least favorite. Top five. I would do late registration. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I would do college dropout. Okay. Um, number three, I do 808s and Heartbreaks. Okay. Number four, I would do... Hmm. 
Anyway, uh, number four, I would do. Ooh, my, I would do my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Wait, are we counting down or up? We're counting up, right? No, I'm starting from best to worst. Sorry, I did Sorry, it best I, to worst. Yes. So best was what? Late registration. Late registration, and then college dropout. Yes. Okay, and then eight awaits and heartbreaks is third. Is third and then fourth? My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Okay, and then and fifth. number five would be. Uh, um, you know what? Let me change it. I'm sorry. I got to change it. I would edit, 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 edit. So late registration is number one. Okay. Number two is college dropout. Okay. Number three is eight awaits and heartbreaks. Okay. Number four is graduation. Okay. And number five, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, those are my top five. But uh, life of Pablo is is a strong number six. I think Life of Pablo is a great classic record. Like I think that that album's amazing. Yeah. Uh yes, it's just his the lyrical content on that album doesn't doesn't it doesn't beat out the top five for me. Yeah. But I love that album. Um Yeah, and then the rest of them can kind of fall into there. Jesus is King is probably number seven for me. I put that above. Oh. I mean, Kid C Ghost was good. I don't really consider that a Kanye project, though. And Cruel, know, Cruel Summer was good, but like to me, the only memorable song in that is Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, that did give us the best Two Chains verse of all time. But I mean, he that verse he stole to me. He stole a show on that song. Mm. That verse is amazing. Catch up to catch up to my campaign. Coop the color of mayonnaise. I'm drunk and high at the same time drinking champagne on an airplane. <laughs> Catch up to my campaign. Coop the color of mayonnaise. I'm drunk and high at the same time drinking champagne on an airplane. Woo, come on, man. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a yeah. You you almost nailed the ranking. Almost. And, and your ranking, I would. I think I'm like probably pretty much. Very close for me. I'd put Yeezus a little higher too than yeah. than they would if this list. Yeezus would be in. Yeah, the, what did they put it at? Uh, like n- near the bottom, right? Yeezus, they put. No, they put Yeezus as. Sorry, scrolling. I can't believe they put. They put Yeezus at four. I wouldn't put it that high. It'd be like number seven on my list. Yeah, I like that album a lot too. That's crazy. Um, I so I uh when we. Took a quick break to for you to make the list. I checked my text messages, and I got a text. Okay. Um, going back to Brandon's tech corner, we have to talk about this. Okay. Because this it was just announced. Um. Uh, Motorola, in January of 2020. Hello, Motorola is releasing a brand new Razer smartphone. How is that possible? Does it flip open? It's a foldable smartphone. Let me see. Oh, so it's like a Samsung Galaxy Fold. Got it. It's almost like a Samsung Galaxy Fold, except, listener, picture an iPhone that folds from top to bottom. Is this a real article? Yes. Who sent this to you, your brother? Yes. Um, so it looks just like an iPhone when you hold it in your hand. So uh, the the Galaxy Fold is like an iPhone that then folds out to have another iphone Mm -hmm. this is a instead of folding larger uh it folds smaller so here it is um 
as a phone and then you fold it in half top to bottom it has another screen now that it's like a square basically another screen on the outside so you can like check your texts and you can do whatever um what do you think about that um i think if it's a good phone and it works i think people will buy it but i think it's people will only buy it as a novelty um the iphone is the only phone it, uh, this is true. Um, <laughs> like, uh, doesn't matter what anyone else oh, does. Oh, check that out, though. Oh, check out this GIF of them opening it. Isn't that satisfying? It is, but mm, no, man. So, sorry, man. I, okay. I don't want it to be. An, I, I don't want this as an Android phone. I want this as an iPhone, though. And obviously, without the pitfalls of the Samsung Galaxy Fold, <laughs> I don't right. want it to break. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's actually really cool. The bummer is that it's fifteen hundred dollars. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh, yeah, the the Motorola Razor is back. Mm. Or there it will go. be in January. There you go. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. You're Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, anyway, so foldable phones. It's the second big foldable phone. We'll have to see what happens. Wow. Um, do you have any other uh, news for this week? Mm, no, no news. You have anything else? I think that's it. Uh, I got the game. Uh, I bought the game Death Stranding that just came out. It's for PlayStation 4. It's a new game by Hideo Kojima, the creator of a uh, Metal Gear Solid franchise. It's called Death Stranding. It's the weirdest game I've ever played. Mm. I'll have a, a deeper review for it uh, next week. What's, okay, I have questions, but yep. we'll talk about it next week. Okay, we can talk about it next week. Um, also, uh, in somewhat star- well, in Star Wars news, um, guess what else comes out tomorrow? Mm. Jedi Fallen Order, the new Star oh. Wars game, comes out tomorrow. Are you gonna get it? I am gonna get it. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna play it, and we'll see. All right. It looks the game looks really good, so that's cool. Hopefully, it's good. Um, all right. Well, you have to let me know how it is. I will. Do you have any shout outs for this week? Um, I'm gonna shout out Moy again. He texted me um, as he was listening to Ibrahim the live episode. Ibrahim Moyzus is who you're thinking of. <laughs> who is that? From the East West Bowl. It's one of the football <laughs> players. What is your memory? I don't understand. <laughs> um, Moy texted me just uh, the following: Roger Lodge with the laughing emoji. <laughs> when did we talk about Roger Lodge in the live episode? Oh, we're talking about blind date. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, I was like, I don't. Roger Lodge is the host of Blind I remember Date. this came up, but I don't remember what yeah, it was specifically. Roger Lodge. Because we were talking about like uh, all those dating shows like Next and Eliminate. And then we talked about Blind Date and yeah. uh, the, the host Roger Lodge. Roger Lodge. <laughs> the funny name. That's so great. It's a funny name. It's a big name. It's funny. Uh-huh. You got any shout outs? We already did Brad. Yeah, I did and Brad the whole, and the whole, the whole, the whole gang. Um, no, no, no shout outs. All right. You got any um, shout outs besides Moy? Ibrahim mm, Moyzeus? I'm going to shout out my brother Ryan for uh, hitting me with that Disney Plus login. Oh, Appreciate man. it. Oh, I can't stand you guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, where can people find you on the internet, Brandon? At Bisha, Bisha, Bisha. And you can find me at Asan the DJ. That's at A H S O H N the DJ. Uh, and on my website at asan.com. You can find us both uh, doing comedy stuffs at uh, Humdinger Comedy on Instagram. H-U-M-D-I-N-G-E-R. That's Humdinger at 
uh, Humdinger Comedy on Instagram. And Follow then everything us. everything for this show is at Weekly Regular and WeeklyRegular.com. Uh, that's it. We will see you next week. Wrap it up. Pack it up. Pack it up, pack it in. Zip it up and zip it out. Let's, uh, I don't have another good one. Let's enjoy your burrito. Uh, here we go. See you next week.